Hello everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Life Transformational Self-Help. I am your host, Lamina, and my new topics of discussion are coming from my book that I've been writing over the years, Signs of Heaven Demonic Spirits Writing Your Back. And also, there will be episodes presented which aren't a part of this book, as the Holy Spirit leads me to speak, and coming soon, there will be some seasons dedicated to serving our children, which is still a work in progress, through my Bible Explorations for Children. Well, we are 10 months into 2021. Happy New Year to all of my first-time Life Transformational Self listeners. I will be starting all episodes for 2021 with the covering of God's Spirit through prayer. Because this may be the most important prayer for those who may be struggling with knowing how to have a conversation or talk with God. And for getting their needs and prayers met. Father, in the name of Jesus, let thy will be done in every life who are listening on all platforms of the Life Transformational Self-Help Publishing. As we are quickly approaching the end of this year, forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit into their lives causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will and preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous, greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past. Teach every listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are for their life through your will and not their own. Change their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in and now. Because, Father God, it is in you where we are in the now and where you are moving father god i thank you for everything in the name of jesus amen before we start this episode i want to acknowledge that the music in my background i have it there just to drown out um, all the sounds in my neighborhood and the music is not my rights, it is the rights of Tasha Cops Leonard, and the song is titled Gracefully Broken. So, now we begin this episode. A few years ago, I posted this message on a Facebook page because this is something which was verbally happening to me, and it being by being done by a loved one but because I was unable to verbalize it I decided to express how I was feeling through writing it out 
so that my loved one could see it and understand how I was feeling at the time. And so they could have an understanding of how they were making me feel so that they wouldn't cause this type of hurt towards me any longer. In doing this, I didn't put the person on blast, but presented it in such a way that only they knew who and what I was talking about while showing love and respect towards their feelings. Mainly, I was more concerned about how to make this an acceptable explanation without causing them any harm. Thought to ponder, there are many demonic spirits behind having a rushing spirit. For example, bullying, stress, anxiety, frustration, distractions, etc. And the list could go on and on. Rushing someone into doing or making a decision without allowing them to think about it before answering is bullying, whether you know it or not. So if you're rushing someone to do something because you're in a hurry and they just happen to raise their voice or become silent with you, understand it's because they're telling you that you're not showing love and to stop bullying them. If you are professing to be a Christian and have a rushing spirit, then it is time to go back over your spiritual walk with God and remind yourself of the fruits of the spirit. Because if you look inside the word, there are two main ingredients which the fruits of the spirit possesses. That is patience and love. Love is genuine when we are being patient and considerate of that person's feelings. It means putting your knees before your own because it is not about you. The picture is much bigger than what you see. But what happens when we live God's way or we love God's way, he brings gifts into our lives much the same way that fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good, it's crucified. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 through 23, the Messenger Bible. Take into consideration that some people have different ailments and pain levels which slows them down. Also, take into consideration that it's not about you, but it's about having patience, which is what God requests of us. I do not treat others this way, but I have come across experiencing this being done to me a lot. Even in relationships, it's done like that. If you don't like being rushed, pressured, or bullied into something, then you would have to keep in mind to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. 
Showing the fruits of the Spirit is what God commands of us to do. And I know that patience is one of the fruits of the Spirit. But also, if patience isn't being displayed, then consider also that love isn't being displayed neither. How quickly we forget that God is patient with us. Take this to heart. Slow your roll because being in a hurry can make you miss out on something God may have waiting for you or delaying you for protection that you may not see. Not having patience with others causes us to step out of alignment with God and forget our purpose and which is what we're supposed to be doing for God. Have a blessed day. These were my exact words. Sometimes when we are in a hurry, we tend to forget something important or about the welfare of those around us in such a way that we're not conscious or aware of how the person you're rushing into doing something may be feeling. Instead, you continue to pressure them until that day comes that they explode on you or it causes them to do something regretful. I know you might have sat back and thought about the time you've experienced the same coming from your spouse whom you have married and love. You probably was pressured into getting married because you thought he or she would leave you or because she's pregnant to make things right. Children, other family members and siblings. Today, I will be sharing with you the motives behind having a Russian spirit. First, let's reflect upon the opposite of having a Russian spirit. Scripture clearly states, but let pages have her perfect work that we may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. This is found in the book of James, the first chapter, verse 4. So, what is this scripture teaching us? First, we ought to allow patience to lead and guide us into the perfect works for the situation or circumstances and by doing so, we are not provoking them into doing something they don't want to do. You are actually being considerate of how that person may be feeling and putting yourself in their shoes. Actually, you are putting their needs before yours while waiting for the outcome. This is a moment of not getting what you want, but what God so desires of you. As a reminder, before ending this episode, let's define biblically what love is. According to the Bible, charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envied not, meaning it doesn't hate or, or is jealous of. Charity bonded not itself. I'm pretty sure this means glorify itself. It is not puffed up. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Doth not behave itself unseemly, seeking not her own, is not easily provoked, thinking no evil. This is found in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. If you're finding yourself in a hurry, 
to do things and or feel the urge to rush your loved ones into doing something in which you could have better prepared for or is within God's timing, here's a solution to counseling out having a rushing spirit. It's time for you to pray over that situation. Either you take the time the night before the events happening or early in the morning hours before to prepare your heart or your spirit, your mind and emotions for what's to come. So you could have a peace of mind and carefully give thought of how it is to be in the other person's footsteps and how you would like to be treated when this shall happen. Everyone has a rushing spirit or have had it in the past, whether you recognize it or you acknowledge it or not. It's just that you've learned how to control your emotions. In other words, taking into consideration their feelings as well as expressing genuine love toward one another is one of the fruits of the Spirit, which identifies whether you are Holy Spirit-filled or not, because genuine love never skips a beat, and it could be not only spoken and seen by others, but it is also felt at all times by others. Keep in mind that love is an action word. That means it is based upon you showing it to others and not just speaking. It requires movement on your behalf. As a believer in Christ, this is the main ingredient for attracting non-believers to the kingdom of God. No one will want to follow someone who displays the opposite of what they see and or hear you are preaching about. It is a walk of lifestyle. That means that you walk in love at all times. As you have noticed that I didn't mention sometimes because Christ displayed an everlasting love when he was here on earth and even until his death at the cross so that we may have life. If we eliminate this important ingredient, we eliminate our identity in Christ. Don't lose your identity to the spirits of inconsideration, selfishness, and blindness. But do use your spiritual eyesight to guide you and not your flesh so you can see Jesus' love at all times. Jesus is the gift for non-believers who are waiting to unwrap this wonderful gift. Wrapping this episode up, we are going to start out with a prayer of confession of faith. Could you speak this with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father, are the source and the only source for making my hopes and dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase in you. I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father, God, I surrender every area of my life to you, now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It's necessary that you be water baptized, which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and is brought up in the newness of Christ and receive the Holy Spirit. 
For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. If you are unsure or straddling the fence about which way to go, now is the time to reflect on what your future will look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning your back on God, but an opportunity to receive Him while He is near and getting to know Him, drawing closer to Him. You may be wondering when will the right time be to receive the Holy Spirit. Now is your appointed time because you're listening in on this podcast episode. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? Meaning the world. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Honestly speaking, it's time to do something different than what you're used to doing. If things hasn't turned out to be the way that you've expected or it seems as though your life has become out of control, it means that it is time for you to remove your hands from the fence, put your hand to the plow, you know that the fence of security that you've been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100%. If you choose not to do so, it is the way of you saying, I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. You are accountable for the choices you make, whether it has been in the past or present, and you have no one to blame for the choices that you have made but yourself. Don't be deceived. I know the devil is sitting there telling you in your unconscious mind, saying, oh, if I hadn't done this, I wouldn't be here. But you have to come to the realization that this isn't a possible thing for you to not make this right choice. So stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies just in case you didn't know. Scripture says he is the father of lies. Ye are of your father the devil and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 44. So, what I'm trying to get you to see right now is to make the conscious choice or decision You can't serve God and man. And you can't serve in God's kingdom and also serve 
in the kingdom of darkness, which is um, serving the world, be like the world. We were meant to be different and we're supposed to stand out. And it doesn't matter if people think you're weird or you were, we are peculiar people. We're different. We're supposed to stand out. We're supposed to shine brightly. We're a light that draws others to us. That's how Jesus was and how Jesus is. He is the light. You can't worship two gods at the same time. Loving one God, you'll end up hating the other. Adoration of one feeds contempt for the other. You can't worship God and money both. This is found in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. So you cannot worship two things at the same time. So you have to make a decision. Make the conscious decision. The unconscious decision will put you in a place you do not want to be. Although it may look like you're prospering, but in reality, all you're doing is sowing into the kingdom of darkness. And you reap what you say. Would you, I mean, excuse me, you reap what you sow. That is what the scripture says. But choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or you choose the world over God or turn your back on God could become the darkest day of your life. And it's a cost, a high price for your place in eternity of heaven. The true, true reality to come is then shall the dust return to the earth as it was and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 7. So in other words this body you have is a temporary transportation. Therefore when this body no longer works it will go back to being dust. That's why we are buried in the earth because we came out of the earth where we, we were created. So, it returns there. So, the spirit and your soul is separated from the body. The spirit goes back to God where it can be judged and the soul. Your body returns to the earth from which it came and your spirit will be returned to God. And there will your spirit stand before God waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life. If you grasp onto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should choose to go in this life. So it is not about living this life. It is all about living what is in your afterlife you that means your spiritual the spiritual part the spiritual part is the most important and not your physical also remember that your choices define where your destiny lies and to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death and it is choosing to die not only physically mentally emotionally 
but also spiritually. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Found in the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 23. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose, and it changes the blueprint of your destiny. So, if you choose the world over the will of God, what will happen is the blueprint that was already sketched out for you will dramatically change over a period of time to the negative part of life. Meaning that it, you will not prosper. It causes you to um, not grow in prosperity. The most important decision for you to make when thinking about oneself today is to renew your mind with a new heart transplant. Meaning a new spirit. The old one is is um, cut out and removed and replaced by a new spirit which is God's spirit. By receiving a spiritual transplant, meaning to change your mind. So you have to have a changed mind for the spirit to change. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it. Or you will find yourself in a deep, dark place of unwantedness. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. Receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny. Be prepared to leave and stay erect in being watchful and staying connected to the main source, which is God. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is found in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 1 through 4 in other words completing the equation believing in Jesus plus being water baptized plus receiving the Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven bound destiny in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were still with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 through 14.
Jesus is the only connection to eternal life, your new heart, helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free. So I want to let you know, yes, it does take 100% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood on a daily basis and being in the presence of God at all times. I promise you, choosing God, you will not be disappointed. If any disappointment shall come in, that means that you've allowed sin to step in. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit housed in a body. So I'm going to help you understand really who you are right about now. So yes, the body you possess, think about it. The body you are possessing is a temporary housing. It doesn't make you who you are. Which means it is loaned out to you. God loaned this body out to you. So you borrow on it. Because earth is not our home. And it doesn't make us who we are. But it transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide. The help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept. Your strength and sustainability in times of uncertainty such as this pandemic going on. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living the Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil, and his demons. If you are already saved but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask. With God, is life without limits. All things are possible. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and about yourself and its connection with the Holy Spirit this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised on your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God as we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas. 
and the old apple tree by Shirley Caesar to get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and his extended love for you. When you decide to return your back to return from your backslidden state of mind, 